Lay your head next to mine I'm trying Yes, I'm trying Speak slow, don't talk so fast Let's make it last Let's make it last I might not be everything you want me to be Open up your eyes, you will see Come tomorrow, it's a brand new day Let's go, honey, let's make new mistakes Move your lips next to mine I'm trying Yes, I'm trying Hold my body like a drug It's not enough Welcome to the Our Sound Music Podcast, the weekly podcast that brings you the best of independent music. I am, of course, your usual host, Adam, and I'm the deputy editor of the Our Sound website, and I'm back again with more of the latest from the world of independent music. Stick with me as I bring you more Our Sound exclusives, as well as a selection of the fast and also slow tracks that have most caught our eye in this past week. In this episode, I'm excited to be able to bring you an interview with the fantastic and immensely talented Wyness, who has been talking to us about her new single and also her plans for the future. So definitely look forward to that one. 
Now, as ever, if you do like this podcast, you can like and share it. And to stay up to date, you can check out the website, which is, of course, OurSamMusic.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at OurSamMusic3 to never miss a thing. Now, the track you heard at the top of the podcast today was the new single from Hardwick Circus. The track is called Let's Make New Mistakes and is taken from their forthcoming debut studio album. And as you can probably tell, the band are heavily influenced by the kind of alternative pop kind of indie. Uh, and I think that particular track, with its jangling and uplifting sound, showcases echoes specifically of the, the Orioles for me. Now, moving on, and as we do tend to do, the next song that I've got for you is the Our Sound Single of the Week. Now, each week, the team here at Our Sound choose one track from the independent music scene that we feel particularly stands out. Now, this week, we've gone for Ink and Gold by the Fletchers. Now, this tune is one for the indie rockers, and it's taken from their debut EP, which also bears the same name. So without further ado, here it is on the Our Sound Music Podcast.
That was Ink and Gold by the Wigan-based quartet Fletchers. Now, as I mentioned before that track, it is a title track of their new debut EP, which is released on the 4th of June, which, if that track is anything to go on, will be a hell of a debut release. Now, this next song on the playlist I've got for you this week is the Our Sound Hottest New Release. This week we've chosen the latest release from Feverjaw, and this track is called Trauma and Grace, and it was dropped last Friday. Now, Feverjaw are an alternative rock band based over in South Wales, and this release is a bit of a stopgap between their latest and fellow successful debut EP and their soon-to-be-released album. Check it out. Yeah. 
That was Trummer and Grace by the South Wales-based Feverjaw. Now their next release, which will be their debut EP, is due to drop on the 16th of July, and it will, of course, feature that track. Now moving on, and I've got another indie rock-inspired tune here, and this one comes from the Scottish band Blue Rose. Now I would be very surprised if you've already heard this one, as this track is actually their first ever output. Not only that, but it's actually Our Sound Music who are the ones to be able to exclusively play it for you. Now, introducing you to new bands and new artists is, of course, exactly what this podcast is here for, and we're very happy to be able to do this. With all that said, here is Blue Rose and their demo of Someone to Run To, right here on the Our Sound Music Podcast.
That was an <clears throat> that was an hour sound exclusive play of Someone to Run To by the talented Scottish indie rockers Blue Rose. Now, from one exclusive piece of content to another, and I've got an exclusive interview with the up-and-coming post-punk singer Winus. Now, as I'm sure you are all aware at this point, it's normally our sound's Tom Farmer who brings these interviews to you. But I am glad to say that on this occasion, it was me who was lucky enough to catch up with Winus, and I started by asking her exactly where the name came from. I used to write music just under, like, my first middle name. My middle name is Inaz, but it's spelled differently. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I wanted to rebrand, and I discovered that Inez was taken on Spotify and on socials. Um, so I just changed it to an S and it was still taken. So I changed it to a Y and it was free. Um, and I was like, oh, it'll be consistent to use across social media. So I wish that there was more to it. Like, I wish there was like a story <laughs> behind it, but I was just like, eh, it's kind of my name. Um but yeah, it just meant it, it was like consistent. So, well, I mean, yeah, so there's nothing particularly artistic about it or anything like that. It was just no, it was the, just my name, and I was like, oh, people like change the spelling of their name all the time. So, yeah, people have asked me that before, though, and I should come up with something more <laughs> elaborate. Yeah, just make something up. Yeah, yeah literally. Um, you spent uh, some time over in Canada. Um, yeah. And I was listening to your most recent release, uh, Used to Be. And for me personally, I can hear quite a lot of uh, American kind of punk in there. Do you think okay. living over there had like that kind of effect on, on what you wrote? I think so. I think more recently. Um, and that's a massive compliment, by the way. So thank you. <laughs> no worries. Um, it, it's a lot of my influence is, I think it's on my Spotify, but it's like, what I listen to and my influences are between like early 2000s Britpop and also like a lot of post-punk bands from North America. Um, even like the front bottoms kind of like weird post-punk um, genre. So I think those kind of bands were the first, the first kind of genre that I listened to where they would sing how they spoke I always describe it that way and I, I can't think of a better way to describe it. But um, I think there's some similarities in like Britpop and those bands. Like there's no kind of metaphors or like symbolism. It is just what it is, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, for sure. Uh, so have you, have you found yourself always being quite drawn to the kind of, that kind of area of music, like post-punk kind of type of area? I think so. I think from like my teen years, um, I don't have a problem with pop music, like I'm guilty pleasures all the way. But um, I think it's just refreshing, like it was refreshing for me as a teenager to hear people sing about, you know, getting high with their friends and having a shift at their cafe job the next day and like stuff like that as opposed to the same kind of lyrics all the time. Um so yeah, I think for me that was I've always been drawn to that kind of genre. Um, yeah. So for for people that haven't haven't heard uh, any of your music, how would you go about describing your sound? I always say Britpop punk. Um, it's just an easy. People know what Britpop is. People know what pop punk is. Um, I don't think it's as polished as pop punk, but yeah, Britpop post punk is just too hard to 
too hard to say. <laughs> so. I definitely kind of get, uh, talking again about used to be, I, I definitely kind of get the kind of uh, lyrical progression there. It's almost like telling a story, and I really kind of admire that. Um, okay. You know, that's kind of like, um, I mean, the first band that springs to mind is like Arctic Monkeys, their, their early stuff told yeah. a lot of stories was was that something that w was intentional that like you thought you know I've got, I've got a story I want to tell it or was it just something that just sort of happened I think it was it, it was written in um like half an hour which I, I always used to have this fear that like songs that were written songs that are written quickly aren't written right or like if you've rushed them then you know you're supposed to sit with them for ages but I don't think that's the case I think i I know what you mean and I love like Arctic Monkeys early stuff um, in the sense of like setting a scene. You can just imagine going on a night out in Sheffield and seeing what they're talking about. Um, and I don't think it was intentional, but I think as I was writing, it just started out very like slow and then just built up and built up and hopefully came through in the song. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, have you got any um, current, any, any bands that you're proper fans of right now that kind of do a similar thing? I don't know about similar because I feel like stuff I'm listening to is so, so different at the moment. So varied. Um, but I genuinely have been listening to like Heart Attack Man so much, um, which maybe not is the same lyrical content, but energy wise, um, I think used to be probably builds up to like the heaviest that I've ever been um, towards the end of the song. Like, I don't think I've ever screamed on a track before. So I think in terms of that, that influenced it quite a bit. That's great, yeah. Um, so how how did um, Used to Be come to be, if you get what I mean? How, how did that inspiration come? I think um, it it's like a reflection of like a certain feeling that I don't think I would have ever had the time to feel if lockdown wasn't a thing. So I don't think I would have ever had the time to sit at home and think about friends that I've lost contact with and, you know, the inability to go out. And, and if you're feeling down or you're feeling nostalgic, like you can just go to the pub and meet your friends, whereas that was kind of taken from us mm. um, within lockdown. So I think it was just spending a lot of time on my own and also having two birthdays in the time we've been in lockdown and just having all this time to be like, oh my God, so much has changed in like five years and 10 years. And uh, just this really weird niche feeling that I I think only happened because of COVID. So you found yourself taking quite a lot of inspiration from, from lockdown, would you say? I think so, yeah. Definitely, I would agree with that. Yeah, would you, have you got any like sort of main lessons that you've learned in the past year? I think as an artist, like going from from social media being like a, a tool that you can use to it being the only tool that you can use mm. has been a really weird adjustment. Um, and it, I've been really lucky, like I've kind of built up with people on Instagram and as much as I hate it, TikTok, um, <laughs> like which I'm grateful for. Uh, you know, I've, I've found a lot of people through that and my I've got a headline gig in London in a couple of weeks and the people who are putting it on found me through TikTok, which is weird. Um, but I think, I don't know if it's a lesson or like anything I've learned, but I think just kind of adapting to the social media more. 
and just really trying to uh, my entire attitude has just become like don't hate the play I hate the game like I hate TikTok I hate the fact that I have to use it um but if I have to play the game then we had nothing to do for a year you know what I mean like I may as well try yeah so yeah of course we're getting to the point now where you know that that kind of game is is less essential um, yeah. So, so you know, I, I imagine that you're looking a, a lot forward, looking forward a lot to to uh, gigs and what have you. Yeah. Any proper gigs that we should know about? Um, I've got. I'm playing London on June the third, which was sold out yesterday, which was weird. Um, and then Birmingham, I have a headline on the 26th of June, which is fun. Uh, and I'm playing Bigfoot Festival, I think, on the 22nd which is in a weird place. It's kind of near Stratford-upon-Avon, but um, I'm excited for that. Definitely. So, that's June. Uh, do, do you feel like um, gigging is, is really, um, you know, the kind of place where you aim to be in terms of, you know, that kind of interaction with, with your fans? I think so. I think, I mean, it, it's weird because I was really just, like I'd only been starting out for like six months when COVID hit. Um, so I had my first headline in Coventry and then my first headline in Birmingham. And then I got a really exciting support gig um, that still hasn't been announced because of delays. Um, and then everything kind of fell through, obviously, with the world. But um, I hope so. It feels like the momentum was going and now I'm kind of starting up again. And um, I, I think it just hopefully will mean so much more to people when gigs are back because people will just want to be out and about more than they were before hopefully yeah I'm, I'm, i don't doubt it not for a second yeah um have you got kind of any more planned releases are you writing more stuff right now yeah so i'm gonna be recording uh my next track next week oh wow at um i'm trying to power through it. i don't know why i've chosen to do it so soon um but yeah, so I record at uh, Woodbine Recording Studios in Leamington, where I think, like, the specials and I want to see ELO, but, like, a, a few bands from, like, decades ago have, have recorded and, and been produced. Um, and I've been going there since I started. So I feel like I work really well with the people there. Um, and I work with them when used to be as well. So I'm going back there next Tuesday to record my next track, which I'm going to fit in at some point. I, I'm like, I've got gigs coming up, so if I can promote it while I'm doing them, like that, that's ideal, hopefully. Uh, where do you, would you say um, your inspiration comes when you're writing songs? It, you know, does it come to you when you're crossing the street or, or, or in isolation? Or where, where does it come from? It's it's really random. I think, um, like, it's really rare that I'll sit down and try and... Uh, not I will try, but it's really rare that I'll sit down and be able to just come up with, like, a track. Um, I think sometimes it's, like, a line, like, if I've had a conversation with someone, uh, like, with Pretty Sure, obviously the chorus line is, like, it's, like, I'm pretty sure she's not the one that broke my heart. Um, and that's just like, I think at the time, something that was back and forth, like having a conversation with a friend or something that I was like, I could write that into a song. And that's where the concept came from. 
Um, whereas, I mean, with used to be, it was more of like the feeling and then building on that. But it, yeah, it, I think it always starts with like a line or something like that. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's the lyric that comes before the music then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Heavy lyric based. Yeah, yeah, I, that comes across in the music as well, you know, definitely. Um, so, obviously, Used to Be came out recently. Have you sort of been able to kind of gauge the kind of reaction to that yet? Yeah, it's been really supportive. Um, I think because the release that came before it was Better Job, um, which was quite topical. And um, I don't want to say political because I'm not like a spokesperson, but I think it, it gauged a lot of reaction. I think that was that was a lot of pressure for me to kind of beat that um but I, I feel like people have resonated from what people have said they've resonated with it more emotionally which is kind of what I wanted um because it's I feel like it's one of the only emotional things I've released or like the the most vulnerable thing I've released um and I've obviously been really grateful to work with uh girl grown like the label um which is wild. I can say that now. Like, um, so yeah, like they, they've been really good. Um, and Indie Midlands, like, it, yeah, it's the first release that I've had a manager as well. So it's been good to like have a team. Yeah. Yeah. So are they sort of um, supportive in, in, in uh, helping you produce material then? Yeah, I think so. Um, even with PR stuff, like I, I, I kind of have more of an idea now because I did my last release. Um, but I think it's just, just having like a couple more people to cover bases and like talk things through with, cause it can just feel like you going insane sometimes otherwise, but yeah, it's been really positive. Great. What, 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 what are your, um, big plans for the future? Got any massive goals or anything? I think just. Just have a little cult following would be good. Not a little cult following, but you know what I mean. To have a community um, and just know that I'm I'm in a place where I can reach the people that I am supposed to reach. Um, I'm yeah, I'm working on it. No, I think I think that's got to be the aim for for every musician or band. You know, just just accessing yeah. the people that you want to access. Um, I do have no more questions for you. Um, That's but, fine. Uh, what I have got is, obviously, for the podcast, we are going to have your tune uh, used to be. So if you want, you can uh, sort of introduce it now and I'll put it in the podcast. Hi, guys. I'm Inez, and this is my track, Used to Be. <laughs> Again. That was that time you made dinner reservations 
post-punk banger used to be by Wyness and uh, that was of course last week's single of the week and it was obviously uh, Wyness who I was chatting to just before I played that song I think it really is quite interesting that her name actually came from the fact that other names just simply weren't available on her social channels <laughs> well there you go it's funny how these things happen in it now moving on I'm not sure about you but uh, where I live it's been absolutely throwing it down this past week and I've only managed to see the sun about three times uh, so obviously, I've been in a bit of a subdued mood, you could say. So with that in mind, the last couple of songs I've got for you this week are a bit of a deviation from the first half of the podcast. When the weather is like this, it's often the slow songs that seem to call our name. So with that said, here is the penultimate song for this week, and it's Pictures Part 1 from the midlands bass band Tax With Strangers. Check it out. Seemingly Planet 
We'll go to the movies and pray they turn out the lights. Where, oh, where did it all go wrong? So driven on, moving ahead. You're looking back, and the time has gone. Wave crashing through, tears on your heart. Lazy hands at 21 Strain to the bone The years have flown Time to come home Watching films through speakers You wanna hear Alluring scenes Crystal Taxi with Strangers with their track, Pictures Part 1. I should mention, actually, that the group are not usually dropping songs like that, and in fact their default sound is quite the opposite, but I do think it's indicative of a band's quality when they're able to change their sound as dramatically as they do with that one. And as I have mentioned on this podcast before, I am a bit of a sucker for a piano ballad, so that one really did get me. And with that, we are at the end of this week's podcast. I do, as ever, hope you have enjoyed listening and I hope you'll listen next week where I'll have more exclusive content for you, including another exclusive interview as well as a number of gems from the independent music scene. In the meantime, you can catch up on all the podcasts so far on Spotify and also via our website. And to stay up to date with all things Our Sound, you can follow us on Twitter at OurSoundMusic3. Now, I should apologise, I'm not really sure if you can tell, but my voice is a bit raspy this week. I think I've got a cold coming on. So thanks for bearing with me throughout this podcast. Anyway, to play us out, I've got another slow one. Now, this one comes from another Scotland-based artist. This is the debut single from Jordan Phillips, who, for the first time here, showcases her Angel Olsen and Phoebe Bridges-inspired sound. It's called Something Otherworldly, and what a tune it is to play us out. 
Thanks for listening. Take care. Something otherworldly. No, I feel you near me. Still, I won't believe you're where you're meant to be. Maybe you
And I don't know what to say